Yo, 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 what's up? This is your boy, Young Rex, man, and you tuned in to episode 26, man. The Clarence McCoy and the Shamiko Watson story, man. This story different. It's like, like, normally you you will hear, like, a, a hire, a hit hire, you know what I mean? Like, somebody hire you to do a kill or or you, like, plot to rob the store and, you know, play it out. But they, they say that this was just done, like, spare of the moment. But I don't think so though. So I want to, I want to know what y'all think. I'm gonna tell y'all the story on what I just heard. So basically, Shamika Watson, she was a a black lady. You know, she was attitude. You know, like them people. You know how you got that one person in your family that just always angry, no matter what. They just angry. Like like there's never a happy moment for them. Everything they just angry. It's to the point where you just kinda chalk it up to like don't pay them no attention. That's just how they is. That's how Shamika was. Like it got to the point where her family just kinda blew it off like that's how she was. And even then, like with her having that attitude that leaded her to having what four kids by three different guys and neither uh relationship worked out so now you have a single mom um with an attitude four kids um of course with the attitude she couldn't hold a job so even then it was just like that you can't tell me what to do or i don't have to listen to your situation so you already know how that go you never really have a job so they were just bouncing from place to place. She uh finally found a job. I think she was working at like a convenience store or whatnot. And uh one of the guys that used to come in, uh, she ended up meeting Clarence, Clarence McCoy. And he was a truck driver, so he used to pull up to the spot regularly. And so I guess they used to talk and he used to like her smile and stuff like that. So, you know, like the very next day of them talking, you know, they hit it off, they went on a date. And so from there they kinda just took off. So with him being the truck driver and her working at the store, again, like just that that uh controlling feeling like that, I wonder what he's doing all the time situation kicked in. So like she felt like with him always on the road and uh she at work on the days when he do be off, she gotta work. So she don't get to spend time with him. So what she did was she quit her job and she said she wanted to go on the road with him. Now, at first, he was kind of like, what about the kids? But apparently, she already had it planned out. Like, she sent the kids off with her family. And, you know, once she got that situated, she went on the road. And normally, like, I would say, like, I used to be a truck driver, and I did that. And I was like, you know, I had told my girlfriend at the time she was in college, and she was on spring break, and I was like, you can go with me on the road for two weeks. If I can deal with you in a truck for two weeks, um, then I know I can move with you. So that's kind of like the situation that they were doing. So they said that everything was good. They went off on the road, you know, the whole dining together. Going across the, uh, going through different states, everything was good. But they said at one particular time, they was at a restaurant and one of the waitress was, a little too friendly. And Shamika, of course, with her attitude, she popped popped it off. Like, got to going at her. And, you know, like, Clarence tried to calm her down, which is kind of like, man, you know, us as truck drivers, we got to, like, you know, they're going to do what they do to try to get the tip, the good tip. 
Shamika wasn't buying it. Shamika was like she was grinning too much, smiling at you, you know, whoop de whoop de woo, accused them of cheating on them, cheating on her. Like, even though they in a truck together, like, riding everywhere they together 24-7, like, she accused them. So, look, that's where it gets even crazier. She couldn't let it go, right? She tell Clarence, like, this on the road stuff is starting to become uncomfortable. We gone 24-7. I want to go back home. You're going to have to quit this truck driving job and go get a nine to five. Clarence, I don't know. I mean, I guess he was just in love with her because, like, he didn't second guess it. He didn't try to, like, talk out of it or nothing. He, like, did it. And right then and there, that's a red flag in itself because I know me, like I said, I was a truck driver. I know the money that they make. And um, just to quit that, to go to a nine to five, I think he had got a job, like, maintenance at a – at a hotel or something. So, you know, it wasn't making nowhere near the kind of money he was making um, as a truck driver. So it got to the point where, you know, not only do he got three kids with his ex-wife, he's taking care of Shamika and her four kids, and he has child support, and he had got to a point where he had to get a second job. Now, the second job, it was at a convenience store. Now, unlike the this job at the hotel he actually liked it, this job at the convenience store so what i'm getting out of it is he was a people person he's he's kind of like me he don't know no strangers and that's kind of like how truck drivers are because they they don't know no strangers they meet different people every day they run into different people they deal with different personalities all day every day so i can see him being like a people person so the gas station gig i can see him liking that like it bring him back to the truck driving days, uh, meeting random people and talking to random people. So he got to the, he, he was doing the uh, job at the convenience store. He started liking that one. Um, he got good with the coworkers, got good with the boss. He was getting ready to move up to management. Everything was good. Guess what? <laughs> Shamika didn't like it because his boss was a female and she was an attractive female. So, she told him he had to quit that job. <laughs> so now he quits this job. They struggling, of course. He got to take care of me because of fuck kids, his kids, et cetera, et cetera. So he finally mans up for once out of this whole relationship and tell Shamika he got to go back on the road. Like, that's the only way they can get back off their feet. They was facing eviction, getting ready to get put out. So she actually agreed with him, but she said under two two circumstances. I go back with you. I send the kids back with family, and I go back with you. And what was the second one? Uh, oh, that they get married. So, again, Clarence, they go straight to the uh, courthouse. They get married. So now they married now. The kids back split up with family and it's kind of like it was a good idea because the idea was they being evicted so the kids gonna go back with the family they gonna um go on the road stack their money and then they're gonna be able to come back and get a spot so you know it sounded like it was legit but they never got to they they never got to do that because four days before they got ready to put that through um the truck driving place called clarence and was like your know, license suspended so you can't go back on the road until, like, you know, you get that fixed. So now Shamika panicking. They homeless for real now. They bouncing from friend's house, neighbor house. The kids forced to be split up now 
with family members. So that kind of just bouncing around. So this is where the story starts to get like kind of crazy. Because it says that they was driving and the car broke down and just so happened. I'm doing the quotation marks with my finger. Just so happened that it broke down in front or across the street from the gas station that Clarence used to work at. So as he goes into the gas station to get a couple of things for the car that he would need to fix it, he meets the clerk, 25-year-old, three-month pregnant, what is it, of Quayla? It's either it's either uh Quayla or Quay, it's something like that. But she was a young twenty five year old, three months pregnant. And you know, they got to talking and Clarence said that he was just telling her like I used to work her, I used to be the manager here, I liked it, this job, blah, blah, blah. Conversation going back and forth. Apparently, the conversation was taking place too long and in walks Shamika. Shamika pops off to the clerk, you know, a young 25-year-old. These days, they're going to pop back at you. So she popped back. Now, this way it get weird because Clarence say, as him and Shamika exchanging words, I mean, as Shamika and the clerk exchanging words, he walks out to put something in the car. And that's when the lights in the gas around, at the gas station goes out. So he knows that this is, you know, he used to work there. So he like, this is a 24-hour gas station. So like, why would the lights go out? So he runs back in and he says that's when he sees Shamika standing over the clerk with a bloody screwdriver. But then he says that he grabbed the clerk and pulled her to the back and finished off the job. Um, <laughs> He gave like three different stories, right? So that was the first one. The second one was when he walked out, um, he ran back in and uh, Shamika was stabbing her. So he jumped in and helped. And then the third one was he never even left. Like, he just helped out. Now, Shamika's story was and of course, you know, he worked there, so it wasn't no surveillance cameras, so we'll never know until like, you know, one of them come out and say. But Shamika said that the car never broke down. Shamika said that they stopped at the gas station because she had to use the restroom. And when she came out the restroom, she seen Clarence standing over uh the clerk with a bloody screwdriver. Stab like stabbing at her death. To me, I feel like either way it go, they both was in on it. Whether um Shamika started stabbing them and like Clarence said, he jumped in and finished it off, or she went to the bathroom and he um came out and she was he was stabbing her. I feel like they both still tied in because the way the police look at it is you never called the police and told us what happened. You never, like, turned anything in. The surveillance tapes are gone. It all points to clearance. You used to work there. 
I'm thinking y'all low, broke down on money, no money, nowhere to stay, tired of bouncing from place to place. So what you do is, hey, I used to work here. I know where they keep the money. I know where they do this. I know how to get to the surveillance camera. You go in like you got to use the restroom. I talk to the clerk and you boom, boom, boom this and I boom, boom that and get the money and go. Now, you know that this is a 24-hour uh store, so it's still customers popping up. So one customer comes in and says, as a witness, he says that when he walked in the store, he um he uh seen Shamika. She was standing at the camera counter. They bought whatever they bought, and then uh you know he went on about his business. He heard noises in the background, but he didn't pay no attention. Another witness said that when they came in, they seen Clarence walking out the back with a bloody screwdriver. So just like anybody else would do, they ran at the store before anybody could say anything. Now, even then, did this witness come forth already, or was it when this story broke that made the witness come out? Either way it go, the witnesses are putting y'all both at the scene, whether. You, I, I'm thinking Clarence did everything because how could Shamika stand at the register and help one customer or stand there to be like she's the clerk? She would have blood all over her hands, too, if she stabbed her with a bloody screwdriver and Clarence helped pull her to the back. You see what I'm saying? So I feel like Clarence did the whole thing. Maybe Shamika was a distraction while Clarence overpowered the clerk. You never know. Each person is blaming each other. Shamika saying it's Clarence. Clarence saying it was Shamika. But they're both putting each other at the scene. So they're both going to be arrested. Or they both are arrested for um, murder. I don't know if it's premeditated uh, or not. Um, but if you think about this case, just think about it, though. Everything... Like, that's why I study psychology, because I, I want time to take a second and think about it. You the clerk, you three months pregnant, you like, I got this job, I got to get this money so I can raise my seed. All you're doing is going to work. And then, at that same token, you got this couple that's down, low on money, nowhere to stay, just out with nothing. So they have nothing to lose. Y'all encounter each other. And it's a fatal it's a fatal encounter. Like, that's the kind of reason I study. I want to know what was y'all thinking? Like, why take this person's life? Why not just tape them up, put them in the back, cover their eyes for God's sake? But to kill. What leads you to kill? What leads you to because if you were like doing it because you're just an evil person like you wouldn't you know, put it on the other person you either would have took fault for what you did or you just wouldn't have said anything at all but the fact that you playing the blame game and trying to dumb it down so you can get less time that you're really not about that life that was just a a quick or a get rich quick scheme that went bad but that's kind of like the manipulation of a guy just trying to do what he was taught, a happy wife, a happy life. So whatever she wanted, he tried to give it to him. But at some kind of point, you got to be able to put your foot down and say, no, this is too much. No, I'm not quitting this truck driving job because how are these bills going to get paid? No, I'm not about to quit this convenience store job because how are these bills going to get paid? You got to learn to put your 
jealousy and your insecurities to the side and trust me to take care of this family. And that's where he went wrong. And because he wasn't able to be a man and put his foot down in certain situations, he got dragged right in like Adam and Eve with the apple. You got to learn to put your foot down in certain situations. You don't have to put your hands on, but put your foot down, you know? And there's different ways to do it. You got to, sometimes it's not you. A lot of people say, oh, well, what are you doing to make your wife insecure or make your wife jealous? Sometimes it's not you. Sometimes it's that person and it's what that person dealing with with their past. You got to learn to either find a way to deal with it or you got to let it go because it's going to destroy you in the end. Like anybody in their right mind is not going to tell you stop making so much money because of this and start making less money so I can look at you more. It doesn't make sense. You know, I can see like a, a snowstorm and you like, do I come home or do I stay these three days and get the money? No, come home and be with me. Like we can use that time versus quit your job so you can be with me every day. Sometimes you got to put your foot down, and that's how Clarence got dragged in this situation. With Shamika, that's just a bitter person and a lonely person that brings misery loves company. So they she brought him down. Every time he got to doing good or did anything that seemed like he could have excelled without her, she made him get rid of it real quick, if you think about it. The driving the trucks, she made him get rid of it real quick. Once she seen how the waiters are flirt with you or how you got it, how you encounter with these waiters almost every day. Cause you got to eat. So it's like, you can't drive your truck through a drive through. So you got to encounter with them every day. So she seen that and made him quit. She go to the store where he works at and see how his boss, who's going to make him a manager, meaning that they have to work side by side a lot more made him quit because he was about to have to work side by side with another female. Like those are red flags that you don't want to be in. Those are the kind of relationships that you want to get out of because at the end of the day, it leads to you being in jail, her being in jail, both of y'all being in jail, or one of y'all killing each other. That's really what I thought the case was going to be about when I watched it because the uh, blogger that I heard talk about it, she called it the killer couple. So I thought they eventually turned on each other and killed each other like that's how toxic these relationships can get if a man don't put his foot down or even vice versa if a woman don't put her foot down and let a man run all over her like these relationships can turn toxic real fast but man again this rexy t true crime stories the shamiko Watson story clarence mccoy uh, a 25-year-old a pregnant clerk died because these guys were broke and homeless and decided to rob a place where he used to work. I don't know, man, but look, I'm getting ready to do ad sponsors. Man, I feel good. Like, y'all, I never thought, like, when I started this podcast, I didn't think I was going to still be doing it. This episode 26. Like, I thought I was going to do one or two and be like, oh, okay, whatever. But I'm here. I'm seeing the how fast it's growing. I'm seeing how, like, people are actually listening. So I appreciate that, guys. Make sure you comment. Make sure I do polls at the end of the day, uh, questions, answer them, leave me messages. 
I love to chat with you guys. I do. Uh, I'm getting ready to do a a podcast actually with someone else. I'm figuring out how to do those functions with the invite a friend and so on and so on. So that's gonna be interesting. I think with that one, once I do that one, uh, I think that's when my first ad. I'll do my first ad. So y'all be with me, man. We about to get it, man. Ain't no way to go with up. ACT True Crown Stories. This is the Shamikin Watson story. Let's get it.